0: Just about two minutes past the hour, of four o'clock on a Thursday afternoon here on Ocean 89. Today and every Thursday, it's time now to mind your business.
1: It's time to mind your business with Jamila Lodge and Shelley Thunder. Brought to you by BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.
0: Another hot, hot, hot Thursday out there. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take
1: the the heat over all the rain and stuff. So well,
0: for sure. There are other places on the planet that are struggling that otherwise. Is so so true. we're grateful. We're yes, ever we grateful. Are. And um, Jamini, you want to welcome our guest today?
1: I do. I'm excited to welcome back to the show, Ronnie Vieira. He's the Chief Operating Officer for First Atlantic Commerce and the Chairman of the Cybersecurity Governance Board. Welcome to the show, Ronnie.
2: Good afternoon. Good afternoon to your listeners.
1: So, um, since you are becoming a regular on the show. <laughs> it seems, it seems, so, seems so. Right. But just in case those are listening who may not have caught it before, can you just introduce yourself to the listeners and tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: <clears throat> yeah, sure. Um, so, I've been in IT for a long time. It's the Dark Ages, really? <laughs> uh, around 1979. <laughs> that uh, is the however, Dark Ages.
1: That's correct. No. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: we um, sorry. I developed uh, apart from my IT sort of experience and, and working career, I've developed an interest in cybersecurity and, and some expertise. So, uh, been utilizing that for the last sort of 15 years, um, and I've been I've worked in banking, insurance, and now currently in payments okay. for the last 12 years or so.
1: Okay, um, and is that how you came to be on the cybersecurity governance board? So, you're, if you started this back in nineteen seventy nine, then you're relatively our local expert on the topic, huh?
2: Well, I don't. We didn't call it cybersecurity in nineteen seventy nine. I don't know if it even. <laughs> it.
0: We weren't uh, worried but, about it.
2: <laughs> but we did. Um, uh, sorry. So my my interest in cybersecurity. Um, apart from doing it personally, um, it was more of a professional thing from a, I worked professionally at commerce and um my interest was in um sort of helping to protect my company and in Bermuda. And so I was part of the e commerce advisory board and sort of we started the cybersecurity subcommittee at that point. Then it's sort of developed over the years into the cybersecurity governance board where we prepared and um Launched a national cybersecurity strategy for the island, which was approved by the government in September 2019. So we're in the process of implementing that strategy now.
1: Okay. And I guess what we're doing or what we're going to be talking about, which is a series of cybersecurity based webinars, is kind of in keeping with that strategy. Um, so we're talking today about the importance of cybersecurity for small business owners. Uh, of course, you know, BDC, we work with stakeholders who can be vendors. They can be one-man shops, sole proprietors, as well as um, those businesses that have as, as many as 40 different employees. And so we want to talk a little bit about cybersecurity for those types of businesses and and why it's important. So there is a series of webinars that BDC is partnering with the Economic Development Department with to deliver to kind of help our our small medium enterprises understand the importance of cybersecurity and you happen to be facilitating the first one. <laughs> yeah, I am. Uh, so that one is coming up on Wednesday August the 25th at 1230 and of course we want to let the listeners know about it so that they have plenty of time to register because this is information that is uh, I guess integral it's important um, if they're not doing it they should be doing it so can you talk a little bit about what you mean when you say cybersecurity? because it didn't exist in 77 and so now in 2021 what does cybersecurity mean
2: yeah, and so just to be clear, so in 1979 of course there would have been some sort of um oh, of you would have wanted to secure something. <laughs> so, um however, the cybersecurity really took off with the development of the, of the internet. So as soon as people started connecting their networks up to a a network which was worldwide, um the importance of cybersecurity sort of dramatically increased. Right? Mm-hmm. So in general terms, it's the uh, cybersecurity is sort of the protection of digital assets, right? So um, we all um, have something on the Internet. Uh, but, And then the more sort of technical term is the people, processes, and technology used to protect systems and data from unauthorized access, unauthorized use, disclosure, modification, disruption, removal, and destruction. So... That's a big mouthful, but that's sort of what the technical definition of cybersecurity is.
1: Okay. And so I would imagine the Cybersecurity Governance Board was created to help kind of set guidelines up for people or business owners who are entering into business and they don't really understand what cybersecurity is and what their responsibilities are?
2: Yeah, so the National Strategy has four main goals.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I won't go through all of them today, but one of them is um, education and capacity building. Okay. So education does most, it most certainly encompasses what we're talking about today, this type of session, the webinar next week, and then um, sort of broader education of the community. So um, working with um, institutions such as the banks, to communicate out the importance of security of, of financial data, etc., mm-hmm. and then working with other organizations, but certainly small businesses um, definitely come under that um, umbrella, right? And right under that under that objective on um, um, in the strategy.
1: So, you know, when you talk about cybersecurity, people are like, oh yeah, I have a you know the little lock that goes on your website when when people go online and they see it's secure is that the extent of it or what do you mean when you when you say or make reference to cybersecurity outside of the definition like in layman terms
2: yeah and i, I would have a lot more sleep if that's all they have to worry about <laughs> I on the browser
3: <laughs> right? um
2: so ba- ba- essentially if a business is connected to the internet and most are now um you need to be concerned about cybersecurity and how it impacts your business, how that connection could impact your business.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So um, I like to put it this way. Um, you wanna, the first thing you need to do is where, what are the crown jewels for the business? And what I mean by that is what data do you have, what information do you have, what assets do you have that are in your system somewhere that are worthy of protection? What, 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 are the, what asset in there could cause your business to collapse? Um, so that could be a number of things. It's not just financial data, right? It mm-hmm. could be what happens if you have a business plan for 2022, which includes going into a new product line as a major as competing with another company in Bermuda. Mm-hmm. What would happen if that company got a hold of that information um, and totally um, upper the plans for 22 for for your business for right, right.
3: um
2: it's a lot broader than financials um and then you could of course it does include financial data so you know again what what would happen if your financial your balance sheet of your income statement mm-hmm. um somehow made it into the public domain um who 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 would you be concerned about having access to that um and what damage could that cause to your business? And then on the final, final point, and it's not, there's probably more that I could talk about, but, and I will during the webinar, <laughs> but the personal data personal data is a whole different um, aspect to this now. So if you are holding personal data on your customers, um, the Personal Information and Protection Act um, is coming into effect soon. Um, and that has certain requirements in it in terms of ho- how you handle uh someone's data right and so that then it's now moved beyond what the damage it could cost your business to what damage could it cost to an individual if their data was lost and potential fines to you as a business owner
1: that's right because it could still potentially cause damage to your business if you have to pay out because you're liable sure. for you know not protecting somebody's information mm. the way you should have yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel like cybersecurity is like a scary, it's like the boogeyman, right? Yeah. That you don't, yeah. that you, you're like, what is it? What do I have to do? Like, I'm not a, not a person. I don't know anything. I just know how to sell yes. shoes. And mm-hmm. so I think one of the reasons why we're trying to do these webinars and provide this information is to kind of help demy- demystify, if you will, what cybersecurity is and what requirements are in place. Um, so d- can you just talk a little bit more about some of the topics that you're going to cover in the webinar?
2: Yeah, certainly. so um, again, back to my crown jewels example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, once you've identified what those crown jewels are, um, i.e. what are the critical things to your business? You want to know where they are, how they're being stored, how they're being protected, right? So for instance, if you had, and, and you would be silly to do this, right. But if I, if someone had $10,000 in cash, and they had it in their house, Um, they'd want to know at all times, where is that $10,000 in cash? How are they securing it? Is it in a a vault or some sort of safe that's locked? Who has access to that safe? Does your son have access to the safe? Does he have the code to the safe? Um, Do you leave your windows and doors open during the day? Probably not. So if you put that in the digital context, those are the types of questions that you need to ask your network provider. So not everybody's gonna be an expert in this stuff, right? And it's, 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 it's a lot to learn. It's, it's, you have to know IT, you have to know cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a uh, what I'm gonna to try to relay in this webinar is what questions should you ask your IT person, yes. the, the person that's responsible, that works for you on um, these things. And then one of the things you also wanna be aware of is how is it backed up, right? right? Um, you wanna make sure it's backed up and secured somewhere. Um, and you know there, there. I well, obviously won't call any names today, but there was a there was a business several years ago in Bermuda that they were backing up their systems. There's no doubt about that. However, they were storing their backups in the same room oh, as the computer system. Oh no! And they had a major fire, and it destroyed everything. Wow! And so that's sort of you know one and one to like right, right, you know, right, basic rule, right? But if you're you know if you're not technically minded you want to ask your IT people what are they doing how is it all protected mm-hmm. and you want to ask the right questions right
1: mm-hmm. well th- you know what's comforting Ronnie, what's comforting to know is that there's somebody else I can ask. These there's questions. somebody, yeah. There's an <laughs> because, expert at it
0: because all of the things yeah. like you see, you see it, you know, advertised on TV and on the internet. Or get this to protect X, Y, and Z in your com- in computer. You know, things like Norton come to mind, and you'd want to have um, a firewall or, or, or spyware blockers yeah. and things like that. Is all of that part of cybersecurity?
2: Yeah, 100% yes.
0: Okay, because different issues can, like, some things can get in there and just destroy all your data. So Mm -hmm. So that could be your accounting. That could be all your contact information. There are some that do that, and you want protection from that. You also don't want them guys in the deep dark down under web, <laughs> right. you know, the like web. they're doing dueling to multinational companies around yeah. the world, yeah. you know, that's that's the highest end of, of of wanting to stop yourself from being hacked, I guess, for want of a better term. But all of those things come into play, and you should have a good uh, antiviral thing on, on, on all of your computers for the right reasons, and you should have your firewalls for the right reasons, and you should have your... Gosh, parental controls so are like cybersecurity, right? Yep,
2: yep, <laughs> definitely. And then, so, and you've mentioned all that, that's very much appropriate. That's mm-hmm. very much applicable to what we're talking about. And the other thing that I'll talk about next week a little bit more is what's called Internet of Things, IoT okay. devices. So mm-hmm. IoT devices are your consumer-type devices, your web camera, your mm-hmm. doorbell that has a camera on it, right, connected to your Wi-Fi network. Yep. Um, and your, a device um, that
0: has a name that you can ask questions to. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, exactly. Exactly. And all of those things are connected up to your network, right? So one might say, well, who wants access to my doorbell? Well, nobody wants access to your doorbell. What they want access to is your network. Right. Now, you know, in a business, right, it's more important than my home network, right? I mean, I, you know, of course, in my home network, I would be concerned about it. However, in a business, you want to be careful that, you know, yeah, you need that camera pointing to the front door and you also want to keep an eye at it from your iPhone when you're not in, in the office exactly. or in, in the building. However, you want to make sure that that camera is also protected. And the other point about IoT devices, which is not just the security of them, but is to make sure that the security updates or the software updates are applied to them. Right. In a lot of cases, that's not um, that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And if you select a cheap camera, um, it probably won't happen because the vendor probably, it's not something the vendor does. And every device that's connected to the internet is. Um, is uh,
1: Potentially can um, be hacked, is, right? It's compromised. It has, yeah.
2: Everything has vulnerabilities, right? Um, Microsoft have uh, what they call Patch Tuesday, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, every, once a month on a Tuesday, it's everybody in the IT business knows this. They, Microsoft released a ton of patches that we all have to apply. Doing in a short period of time, and the point of that is, for for saying that is that even Microsoft, they've been in business for 30 years, and they have all the experts that you could possibly think of in the world, they still have vulnerabilities in their software. Right. So, if you're running a doorbell that hasn't been updated in in a while, or and again, it, these are things you want to check, right? And there are ways of mitigating um, the risk for those. You know, in a, in a sophisticated business or in any business for that matter, that has. You know, good IT support. Right. You can You can isolate those things in a, in a sub network if you like, um, and to minimize the risk. It doesn't eliminate completely. No risk is ever eliminated. Eliminated 100 percent. But you can minimize it. And but anyway, th- I'm getting I'm getting into the webinar topic. I know, now. but Nobody no, I think it's important
1: because I think part of it is just recognizing that as a business owner, you have the responsibility to put in place systems to protect either your clients' information or your own information. So that's just doing your due diligence, right? And let's yes. just say worst case scenario happens then at least if you have done everything that you could within your power, then I would imagine or would hope that that would give you some... protection against whatever the the utmost penalty could be for or information. yeah exactly <laughs> that's what i'm trying to say in a nice way you know that that as long as you have been seen to have done the things that you needed to do to protect the information i would like to think that you're not going to be the one caught out and having to pay out all of these fines but but i don't know i'll leave that to, to the lawyers and all of that to figure out but i think really with with these webinars, I mean, we're doing a series. They're going to be held every month now uh, up until April um, to kind of break down the topics because cybersecurity by itself is like this huge, you know, thing um, that has all of these pieces. And so I really, um, you know, am excited about the fact that we have the opportunity to break them down and to focus on the different topics. Now, as a small and medium-sized business, is there anything that they should be aware of when it comes to digital? Because you're talking about digital assets. But what about physical assets? Is cybersecurity related to that in any way?
2: Yeah. So you, certainly the physical security of any, ass, any asset computer, if you like, that stores data is, a, is part of the sort of cybersecurity spectrum, right? Yeah. So um, let me I'll put it in a data center context. So you take Link Bermuda right in Devonshire. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
2: there's no doubt the physical security of that data center is part of the cyber security scope, right? So um, you you know they they have sort of several layers of physical security that you have to get through before you can get to someone's server in their data center, right? Um, and they also have uh, we talked about cameras just now, but they also have cameras, right? Which will Um, they're they're used for surveillance around the property. They're all part of the cybersecurity spectrum that you want to consider. Um, And then, uh, let's see, what, well, yeah, I think I've covered most of it. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, definitely physical controls are an important aspect to um, sort of the cybersecurity
1: side. Right. Okay. Well, since we're talking about small and medium-sized enterprises, do you think that they are more at risk than larger businesses? Because you mentioned Microsoft. So they have this whole team that's dedicated to that, you know, Patch Tuesday and all this Once kind of leak. stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep so, up. <laughs> so do you think because smaller kind of enterprises don't have that infrastructure in place, are they more at risk?
2: Why uh, or yeah, why not? I, yes, I, I, I believe that that is the case. And, and yes, you touched on it. It comes down to the, the the number of people one employs and the level of expertise, right? Mm-hmm. So, not every business can implore, afford to hire an information security analyst, right? Um, they're, they're, it's difficult to hire them, and they you know they can be expensive. So, typically, you have to outsource that function if you're a small to medium-sized business. Um, and and there's a good reason for outsourcing too, right? As a business, you focus on what you're good at. And then you sort of bring in people to help you with these types of things.
1: Right.
3: Um, and like
2: any business model, right, you have to do the evaluation. When, when does the cost exceed hiring somebody full-time hmm. um, to, to do it? And that's just up to the individual business and whatever size they are. But typically, they would have to hire somebody to help them with this. Um, and, yes, I would. Some, uh, most small business businesses are more at risk than larger companies because a larger company – First of all, has a higher degree of compliance, right? You know, right. You take you know, obviously a bank; they're um, mm-hmm. they're, they're they're mandated to read, to have to have certain standards <laughs> in place, and they're audited mm-hmm. uh, to make sure that they are doing so.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and then they get the BNA involved, so there's a higher degree of compliance and regulatory oversight of of company like that. I'm being I'm exce- I'm being excessive to demonstrate a sure. point,
1: right? Um,
2: where smaller companies don't have the, that regulatory oversight. The only legislation that's going to cover everybody in Bermuda um, is going to be the PIPA legislation, uh, the Personal Pro- Information Privacy Act legislation. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I- Everybody is going to be covered by that.
1: And I think what we have, one of our webinars is going to talk about um, yeah. privacy as well. So I won't give all those questions to you. But is there like a distinct difference between like privacy and cybersecurity? Or how, how are they related? How do they work together?
2: Yeah. And that's a very good question. And people always ask that. and always confused by it. So Alex, um, the, the, the Privacy Commissioner is going to talk more about the details of Privacy Act. Mm-hmm. So I won't cover them either. However, privacy is more, there's more to it than security, right? So privacy is how one handles um, an individual's data that you are storing for them. Gotcha. So how you how you handle it, how you're protecting it, how you process it, um, and the quality of that data and the integrity of that data, uh, whether it's accurate or not, how edited it is, etc. It's, it's very broad, and, and I can't get into that side of it. Mm-hmm. However... Security has a part to play because security is how are you how do you secure that data, right, and and prevent it from being back to my definition of cybersecurity, right, modified or stolen or whatever. So um, having security controls around that data is important. However, there is more, privacy is a lot more broader in terms of how you're handling an individual's data.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, I know we're going to have all these questions for Alex when he comes on and talks to us about (laughs) because, you know, we've had him on before and we've talked about Piper, Pippa, whichever way you (laughs) want to want to say it. And they keep saying coming soon, coming soon. And I'm like, okay, well, when is soon? Um, (laughs) And what does that mean? Right. And so in my mind, I'm saying for us, for BDC, we want to ready our small and medium sized enterprises for when it does come into effect. And so part of this process is having the conversations, is saying these are the things that you need to be doing. Um, And in terms of making your business, your website or or your physical assets cyber secure, what is there any like minimum? kind of guideline or standard that people um could point to to say okay yeah i know i have that check that box i mean um shelly mentioned like the antivirus software that comes like let's say when you get a new laptop or something like that Mm -hmm. are there other things similar to that that the average startup or small business owner can um can go to to say yeah yeah access and say yeah or purchase yeah something
2: yeah i don't um, I'm sure there's plenty of stuff out on the internet, right, that you can find. Um, I'm going to cover a, a lot of the things off at the webinar. Okay, so um, don't give
1: out all the goods. <laughs> now you but, have to register. It is free, so there's no excuse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we will tell you. Yes.
2: <laughs> but but yeah, there are definitely some some basics. But you know, I'm just just preparing for the webinar itself, it's really hard to draw online and to stop talking about it because there are several things that a company, a business needs to do no matter what the size, right? Mm. But anyway, we'll cover them off next week for sure.
1: Okay. All right. So you heard that, right? That was just to whet your (laughs) appetite so you know you have to register (laughs) to to hear all the secrets. But, but no, I mean, I think it's important to to understand and, and hopefully that you will give some examples, right, of what I guess could happen if you're not doing the things that you should be doing doing as it relates to cybersecurity, because like you said, it could be detrimental to the business itself. It could be detrimental to your clients. If you're a sole proprietor, that means it's just you, you yourself and the business are one and the same. So that means that it could be detrimental to you. Right. Um, so I, I really do think that, um, the cybersecurity has to be taken more seriously, especially now with all this remote working, right? Absolutely. Cause you were mentioning servers and access to servers and cameras to, to see, um, who's coming in and out of the building. But now so many people are working remotely. So I would imagine that presents a whole new host of issues, right? Cause you're accessing the company's network from your home mm-hmm. Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. There's no doubt about it. And, um, that, of course, the, you know, the past year has been well, a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. Uh, very frustrating for everybody. Um, <laughs> yeah. it, was sudden, it was sudden and sharp. Right? Yeah. I mean, you had a corporate mentality prior to that where remote working was, um, I, I wouldn't say used, was, was used as a privilege, but it was used on an as-needed basis. Exactly. Right. right. Um, but then suddenly, you know, on April the 1st, 2020, it wasn't a NAS Navy basis. Sorry, it, it was more than a NAS Navy basis. It was a critical necessity. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I would say, um, so going, talking about, you mentioned private, the difference between privacy and security. Here's a classic example. Sure, they had to make sure they had the security in place for remote access. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's important. However, there's another consideration. And this is one that I, think, I suspect businesses are still struggling with, is, is privacy.
3: Mm-hmm. So,
2: you have banks, for instance, that have people working from home accessing account data remotely from their house.
3: That's right.
2: How is it? How, and I don't think that these financial institutions can guarantee anything, right? However, um, how do they know that somebody is looking over the shoulder of their employee? Looking at someone's mortgage balance and all those things, right, mm-hmm, and other mm-hmm. financial details. Mm-hmm. So that is the difference between privacy and security. Privacy, security is how do we secure that stuff, that network and things. Privacy is how do we stop someone seeing that stuff, exactly someone's confidential information. That has, mm-hmm. you know, that is a serious issue. I would say, yeah, Look at it from an insurance company, point can't of view,
0: answer right? that one Listen, in this three I, I don't minutes. I do know.
1: <laughs> but how
0: do we do it,
1: Ronnie? Like. I don't so, know.
2: Well, no, there's no... Well, again, those businesses have no choice. There's yeah. no real way. Exactly. It was, mm-hmm. was existential, right? They either let these people access as of April 1st, 2020, or they don't. Oh, they and don't, and the business doesn't get done. they not
1: customers. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah. it is a compromise they had to do. and I'm sure they have put in methods to try to prevent this.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I'm just simply saying, that's, that is... Um, that sort of scenario we were all put in when it came to remote access. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we've matured a little bit over the last year and a half, and, you know, as I'm sure you've read all the articles too, there's this debate between, you know, um, will it become all remote access, continue as it was yeah. during the 2020, or is it going to be some hybrid? My suggestion is going to be hybrid, right? Um, but people will still work remotely. So the security controls, that you mentioned, are, are critical, absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm and i would think that individual companies would have to um develop like standard operating procedures to decide what can and cannot be transacted uh remotely what things that should be done only in person depending mm-hmm. on the sensitivity uh, of of the business that you're in yeah you know yeah
1: the other thing that i i think is is important to note is that we know technology is like this ever fast ever changing sure. thing right sure Uh, Going back to the Microsoft example, they do their patches every Tuesday because some hacker has figured out how to get through the patch from last Tuesday. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. So we know that it's always continuing to change. And so I think with cybersecurity techniques and how you prevent different attacks, like you have to be ever kind of, Present ever ever up on it. You can't just be like, okay, I've installed the Norton virus and I'm good now Thank and McAfee virus yeah. and I'm good, right? Yeah. It's like a continual thing, oh, right, yeah. Ronnie?
2: one hundred percent, yes. So one of the final points in my presentation next week is: so you put all these things in place, but the final thing is you got to continually monitor.
3: Yeah, you have to on be diligent. Monitoring. hmm You have to
2: be you, diligent. You, that is a huge part of the any cyber, any cybersecurity analyst role. Mm. They're constantly monitoring, and now a more sophisticated company would have tools in place to help. Um, but there's no doubt about it. As we put it, and or as people put it in the business, um, the hacker only has to get it right uh, once. We yep. have to, we have to be able to stop them all the time.
1: Yeah, all mm. the time. <laughs> and, well. Um,
2: so- <laughs> It's a it's a battle.
1: It is a battle. And and so we of course wanna win the battles as they become present. And so I'm encouraging everyone who's listening can hear my voice, can hear Ronnie's voice, can hear Shelly's voice <laughs> to <laughs> register for the seminar next week. Webinar, I should say. It is um, gonna be held online via Zoom uh or go to webinar, I think is what we use. But it's free, right? Mm-hmm. So registration is free. This is information that you need to have, that you want to have, uh, and it starts at twelve thirty and as as I mentioned, it is a series, so we'll go up until April of 2022. Woo! Saying that makes me like woo, well, makes my heart flutter.
0: Yeah, can you
1: believe concerned,
0: it? Concerned, yeah, right? Okay. We're
1: supposed to be having flying cars at this juncture in life, I think. <laughs> um, but no, next next month we'll have one as well, which is going to talk about the business owner's responsibility regarding privacy and client information. Mm-hmm. So next week's. Uh, how to ensure that your business has the proper cyber security measures in place. Ronnie is going to be facilitating that. So please go ahead and log on to bedc.bm and register. And we look forward to talking with you more and hearing more examples and tips next week, Wednesday, Ronnie. Thank you for yes, being sure. here. Looking forward to it. All right.
2: All right, thanks, Ronnie. Thanks very much. Good afternoon, everybody.
0: You're welcome. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. Well, wow, That's a lot to take in Jamila, but I know, I hope, um, I hope um, everyone Sorry, put the wrong mic down. I hope everyone, um, you know, you know, heeds, you know, his his call there because yeah. it, it it is really really important, you know, to uh to get that done.
1: It is, it is, and we want to make sure that everyone who. Wants to have access to the information Does have access to the information mm-hmm. um, And it's free right So exactly. there's no reason not to attend yeah. um, And sometimes people aren't able To make the time but what I say is Please go ahead and register Because one of the things about using this platform Is that it's recorded Sure. So you, you will, can access it at you're a later registered, time Yes uh-huh. we will forward the Recorded session to you so you still have Access to the information mm-hmm. And there's no, re- no listen. Don't be coming to me talking about I didn't know <laughs> I never
0: knew. We're telling
1: you all about it right <laughs> <We're>, exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> so please log on to BEDC.bm. If you have questions, you can email us at info at bedc.bm and we will definitely try to sort you out. But
0: for sure. We're really minding our business we today, are. Jamila. Yes,
1: we are. We're
0: minding it extra, extra. <laughs> and we'll do it again next Thursday, same time, same place, right here on Ocean89. Because if you don't mind your business, Jamila. Who, who will?
1: Thank you for listening to Mind Your Business with BEDC. Bermuda business starts here.